Welcome back to another episode of the Green and the Portland Podcast. My name is Chase Mendoza. I'm Stephen. And that's right, you heard the new voice. <laughs> Why don't you say your last name? Right? Okay, it's all right. He wants to to be off the grid. He's an avid hunter. (laughs) But, like, we kind of touched on he's going to be joining in since we moved down. And so we're going to be asking him a couple questions, let you guys kind of get used to him, and. Yeah, see where this hunting season takes us. If we don't boot him out, who knows? It's all on you now. It's all on you, buddy. It's the trial year. <laughs> no, he's been hunting. Aredo's been hunting with us. I, I've told that that hunting story of his first muley, which I'll let him tell his side of the story because I already told it. Um, and you already know my excitement and everything. So he's been hunting at least three years, three years now or two years now. No, actually, this is uh, this 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 new season is going to be my fourth season hunting. Nice. It's going to be my fourth one. Um, I actually got started hunting f- four years ago. Well, what, what got me into hunting was was Stetson used to take me fishing a lot, and we used to like fishing all the time. We still like fishing, but um, just don't get into that as much. Whenever I think it was whenever we first moved in together with our other roommate Cameron, we. He used to go off hunting on hunting trips a lot, and uh, I always had a fascination with hunting. I always wanted to hunt, but with our group of friends, half of them were like, "Oh, I want to kill a deer," you know. I want to kill a deer, you know. It wasn't the same as like you want to have that passion for actually hunting, and that's something that I had. Yeah. And I just never wanted to ask, like you know, because I never wanted to be one of those other friends that was just like, "Yeah, I want to go," you know. Don't want to impose. Exactly. When are you gonna take so, me hunting? When are you yeah. gonna take me hunting? So I yeah. think it was a. It was a couple of years before I just, I don't even know how we started. Like, I think Stetson was just like, hey, you want to kill a deer? And I was just like, hell yeah, let's do it. So uh, we we just went on that first hunt. And uh, that first season was brutal, trust me, because Stetson's a, a, a spot and track type of hunter. And I wasn't ready for that. I was I was, <laughs> you, I was used to seeing things like on, uh, on the hunting channels, like real big tree, like sitting in a stand waiting for a deer to yeah. come. No. Stetson, like, we're, we're going up hills, mountains, like, crossing rivers, like, <laughs> this huge epic journey uh, on on my first season, and it was just crazy. I lost, like, 20 pounds just falling down, and every time Stetson would look back, I'm just tripped over something and falling <laughs> down the hill. And, and, uh, and whenever we look back, he's like, where's the truck? And I'm like, the truck's uphill. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to go uphill to the truck. <laughs> yeah, so it was, a, it was a pretty brutal first season. Um but I worked my butt off that first season. And that was at Meredith. Yeah. And that was that was actually a lot of fun. That was one of the first times I got into archery. And so I just drug a radio with me. And a radio was like, you know what? I want to actually go. Mm-hmm. And so that's where we took off and started um, hunting Meredith. So basically, I got my feet wet archery, Meredith, and with a radio. Yeah, I just got my first taste of hunting that season. Uh, didn't do too good. Um, we saw quite a bit of deer, though. We saw quite a bit of deer. There was there was quite a few. Um, we just couldn't get close enough. And then again, it was just tracking, tracking, and tracking uh, the deer. And then yeah, it was a it was a pretty brutal first season. It was a great introduction to hunting, though. It gave you a lot of experience on on what it takes to 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 shoot a deer. But that first season, I ended up getting a deer later on near the end of the season. 
That was um, when rifle because we were hunting yeah, archery. It was it, we started archery and then we switched over to rifle because because the radio actually is an archery hunter mm-hmm. too. Like when he jumped in, he jumped in full on. We were going public land, we were walking miles, and it was archery. Mm-hmm. So it was almost like a twenty percent. You're probably gonna maybe get a deer. Mm-hmm. It's about. It's about maybe a 30% you're <laughs> yeah. going to see a deer. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. we saw tons of deer. We saw tons and, of deer, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, that, that's, that's kind of what my introduction to hunting was, and that's where it kind of got started. And then it's just one of those things, you know, uh, it was one evening the system was like, let's go shoot this deer, dude. And I was just like, all right, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, I felt, I felt that he already has been through the hardest part, and then I was going to go ahead and explain to him and say, you know, you did what you needed to do all the way through to actually hunt. Literally, the term hunting was hunt. And then we had permission in our pro- um, a property that I permission at. I was like, there's a, there's a buck. He's a cold buck. Um, that means he's not going to get anywhere else. He was, he was an old dog. He was a brute. And um, I, that's whenever I texted him. I said, hey, I said, you want to go ahead and come? Let's go hunt. And, at first, he's probably looking on the phone like, how far are we walking? <laughs> but I'll let you tell. <laughs> well, I mean, I got the text. Kind of, it wasn't in the evening. It was, it was kind of late afternoon. It was probably like yeah. maybe four, four, almost 5 o'clock. But around that time of year, it kind of gets dark early, around 6, 37. And uh, I got the text, and I was like, dude, I, I was like, it's too, too late in the evening to go to Meredith, so he's probably got somewhere else. To shoot a deer, so I'm like, maybe you I know, maybe I'm not gonna walk like ten miles t- tonight. So uh, we went out there and uh, we spotted it, and he pulled the truck around. We got we we op- we opened the gate to the property and we got in there, and uh, I was shaking so bad, like my heart was just pounding. Um, and he's like, he's like, hold the gun still, hold the gun still, <laughs> and he's just like right there next to me. He's like, hold it still, and I'm like shaking so bad because I'm so nervous about this deer because I'm like just a thousand thoughts are racing. That's through, the first time you've seen the yeah. deer in the crosshairs. Yeah, and so and that feeling right there yeah. alone, it everybody just, already knows. Yeah. It, well, most people that's gonna listen most to this podcast that have hunted know that before, feeling. They, they, they know that feeling. Yeah, <laughs> it was a, uh, it was I never felt something like that before. And then Sesson was like. Well, obviously we're we're Panhandle Portland, so we don't have a lot of money. So we didn't have any bags to 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 lay on for me to shoot. <laughs> so Stetson literally laid down in the mud, and I got on his back, and he I used him as a beanbag. And uh, he uh, he's like, okay, you got the deer in the crosshairs behind the shoulder, and I was like, yeah, I got it, I got it. And then he's he took a deep breath. He's like, all right, I'm gonna take a deep breath. He's like, just whenever you're ready. He takes this huge deep breath, and he's sitting there, and he's like. You gonna shoot? Because <laughs> it was like three minutes. I was sitting there, but we—that's totally understandable. Because that's what happens. You just get caught in the moment. But I remember, I, I, I held my breath for as long as I possibly could. So I finally, I finally shot, and, and I sat it. up, and or I, I, I stood up. I shot. I stood up. And Stetson's, like, on the ground, like, trying to recover and, like, picking himself up. And he's, like, patting himself off. He's, like, all excited. And I'm, like, did I hit it? He's, yeah. like, he's, like, he's like jumping up and down. He's, like, yeah, you hit it, you hit it. And so, that, and, I mean, just the feeling, like, it's it's an unexplainable feeling unless you've been hunting and you shot an actual deer. Like, whether it's a doe or buck, whatever. Um, it's, it's a feeling you can't describe into words. I mean, it's just, it just, 
you basically want to throw up and cheer <laughs> at the same time. I don't know how to explain it, but it's it's an awesome feeling. And uh, and he was excited for me too. You know, just seeing me shoot my I first. I was so deer. pumped. Yeah, I could not. I would. That's why I, I was about to say when I was trying to interrupt you. I was trying to get up because he could not see. He shot through the scope, which everyone has that issue. Once you shoot through the scope, you immediately, instead of staying on him, most people. Especially first-time hunters, but a lot of times, just most people in general, you can be a veteran too. Yeah. And that ex- that excitement, you pull, you pull, squeeze, whatever people want to say, but most people pull the trigger, pull the trigger, and he immediately dropped the scope and he's looking, yeah. and he's like, "Where is it?" Because it's nowhere in sight. <laughs> Me, I'm laying down and I'm staring straight at the deer, and he's prone across my back, and that's where. I see him drop. He dropped dead in his tracks. And that's where I was trying to get up. And I was trying to shake a radio like, you got him. And as soon as I got up, a radio was like, did I get him? And I grabbed him and said, you got him. You shot him. And I was pumped. And we just both turned and wait, waited until he fell. And we're sitting there and we're sitting there and we're sitting there. And the radio's like, we need to go get him. We need to get him. I said, we need to wait. We need to wait. We need to wait just in case. Just let him die i don't know if it's a good shot which is we knew is an excellent shot because he he smacked him straight in the heart at what was it 150 yards 200 yards actually the deer dropped almost immediately because it was it was a spinal cord shot it wasn't a heart shot oh okay i hit him in the spinal cord like i like whenever i shot the recoil it came up so it kind of threw me off balance and then whenever it, it hit like where i pointed at the shoulder like it came up so when it came up it hit the spinal cord and he sat on his butt and fell over Oh shit! To his side, and that's when we were like all pumped about it, and then and then we looked, yeah, for like th- an like, hour, uh, yeah, an hour. We were looking for that deer because for like an hour. we passed him. Our calculations yeah. were wrong. We thought he was like three hundred yards out there, yeah. and which is crazy because I, me growing up being an archer without technology, like I could tell you that that tree over there is fifty three yards. That fence post is 112 yards. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden I get a rangefinder and I'm like, I don't even know if that's even five yards in front of my face. I can't. <laughs> and so that's where I lost the deal. And so we, after we waited, we waited about maybe 30 minutes or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, you got him. Like, he's down. He's not going anywhere. He's not getting up. Let's go ahead and retrieve him. We're not going to be like those other guys out there. I'm not going to say any names, but those other guys that wait like six hours and then they go search for him, and which is those guys know who I'm talking about. But anyways, <laughs> um, so we were like, let's go get him. And we drove the truck like 30, I don't know, like 30 or 40 yards past. And then I said, let's start looking. I said, he's over here. So we're circling, we're circling, we're walking. We got out, said, I don't want to leave tracks on, you know, another owner's field, even though it was just plowed, so it didn't matter. He's just plowing it just to till it up so he can get ready to plant seeds so there's nothing out there so we didn't have to worry. But still, the respect, I was like, I'm not going to sit there and drop. So we got out, we're like walking, we're circling, we're circling, we're circling. A radio's like, where's he at? Where's he at? Where's he at? What happened? And I'm like, are you sure I got him? I said, you got him. Like, I know you got him. And so... Then it got dark on us. And so after it got dark on us, I was like, you know what? Let's just drive back. Like, like we shot, we know we shot him over there. I said, let's walk and let's drive back. And then we decided to drive 
back that direction, and and we spotted him. He was, he, right there. he was just right there in the grass, just folded over, okay. <laughs> just, <laying laughs> there. just laying there. And Randall's like, "There he is!" Like grabs me. I'm like driving, like what? Did I just run something over? He's like, "He's right there!" And right in our headlights, he's just sitting right there because we were just driving back to the road, and there he was. Yeah, it was a good, uh, good eight point. Eight point buck. Um, first mule deer. I haven't shot a whitetail yet. Um, I've shot a whitetail doe. Um, now. Now I have. But um, during then, that was your first deer. Yeah, that ever. was my first deer ever. Um, I've wounded a bunch of deer. <laughs> it's more like it. Um, and like I said, it was a crazy feeling. We, we we loaded that deer up and we took it back to Stetson's place, and we hung him up and we started started in the process of just just uh, taking the deer part and uh, cleaning it out. Um, I made him gut it. Yeah, I made him eat the heart. Yeah, we did. We did no, have, we didn't eat the heart. <laughs> no, we didn't eat the heart. This isn't Red Dawn. <laughs> but <laughs> should be. <laughs> it's gonna be. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, that was my first experience, my first kill. Um, and then ever since then, it's just it's just one of those things. It's like if you text me and I'm just like, yeah, let's go. Like if you're saying like, hey, we're gonna go shoot something or we're gonna go hunting, like no. I'm ready to go whenever. That was the first. That was the first season. Uh, second season, we did kind of the same thing, but we didn't get lucky that season. No, nope. I think we uh, we were waiting on Abigail's because Ab- that was that year. I think that Abigail had that huge monster buck. That we, yeah, she was trying to get, and, and it was just like yeah. I dropped everything. It was we had all these elaborate plans, and once we saw that buck, and then Abigail shot it. Yeah. And we never found him, and that's where it began. She shot it like October fifth. Season opened like October third, and we searched and we searched and we searched and we searched till hunting season was practically over. Yep. That's a season I don't like to talk about because I felt sick to my stomach. I still got a buck. I got a buck two days after yep. she shot hers, but oh man I was so sick to my stomach and, and I think I think at that time we were still waiting on uh, Abigail to cause we never but re- you but you went with us yeah yeah I went, I went out there hunting uh, with them and uh, we were waiting on uh, finding Abigail's buck if we were ever gonna find but her but while we were waiting we saw those three yeah bucks. we saw those three deer and there was at, one that was a, uh, it was a the, good buck the dog barn that I think 10 it was pointer. the dog barn yeah yeah, and there was that ten point that yeah. was out there. Oh yeah, they were beautiful. And you were like, "Do you want to shoot one?" And I was just like, "Nah, like I'll let Abigail shoot first, you know." And then, they, I think the season ended with her never ever shooting another one. Did she shoot another one, or that one? That one that she shot and it was just lost forever. No, uh, during rifle, she shot that ten point. That's okay. Then yeah, yeah, yeah. On the background, yeah. you can see that one. He's got five on one side, real tall, and he's got short. But yeah. it got dark on us, right? Yeah, it got, it got dark, dark on us. That's yeah. the reason why. And then. Yeah. And then I think that was it. That was pretty much it. And then that uh, season, for that season, yeah. And then this past season, we didn't do much hunting because I mean it was just COVID. Like COVID hit, and it was just hard on everybody. And you know, like it was a it was a scary time for most people. You know, at the beginning of COVID, because nobody knew what was happening. Stores were getting emptied and all this different stuff. So um, we just had to deal with that. And then uh, I mean. We really didn't do any hunting that season, and that was just a it was a weird season. Last year was a weird season, but near the end of the season last year, I was actually we were actually able to shoot. Uh, that's when I shot that white-tailed doe. Um, and Stetson says that she had a fawn, but she didn't have a fawn. Okay, 
It was. <laughs> it's like what my grandpa says. Every single doe you shoot has a mature buck growing inside her. Yeah. And so you're not allowed to shoot does because you know that she is birthing a monster buck. Yeah. And so that's what I just kept putting in their minds. But that was that was a fun hunt because it was like a whole bunch of us yeah. together. And we yeah. were like, hey, let's run out there. Let's see if there's anything. And we pulled up, and the first deer that ran out was a whitetail doe she was her nose was super long she was really old she was a mature doe and what'd you shoot her with (laughs) i actually shot her with an ar-15 uh which there's a lot of controversy on the on the rifles that people use but you can um, it's legal oh okay yeah but it's legal okay (laughs) i was just waiting for the go-ahead that's like hey Take that out. Yeah. No, 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 no. As long it as long legal. as the rifle, I think it has to have a, a cartridge of five shots. I think is what the what the I believe so. Yeah, with the legal. If legal not, I mean, he literally he yeah. had he didn't have that, so he had to clip out. Yeah. And he had one shell. Yeah. It was one shot and one shot yeah. only. And you guys can actually <laughs> see the video right now on Panhandle Portland's Facebook. Um, oh, I it, forgot. It, it's Brandon actually, posted that. Yeah. Oh, Brand, Brandon actually have you seen it? The whole thing. No, I haven't posted the video. It. Oh man, it's a, it's an awesome yeah. video. Like I I everybody gets quiet and brings like I'm recording, I'm recording, and then just like I take the shot and the deer jumps, the back legs jump up. And you see dust in the back, and they're like, oh, you missed. You shot its back. Oh, no. It and was like, every, everybody, was, everybody like, was like, oh. Yeah, like, everybody started yeah, freaking like, out, dude. And then and then I was like, I, I always ask this whenever I shoot a deer. I'm like, did I get him? And then, like, she starts running off, and then she does a front flip and hits the ground hard. And she's just there sputtering, and I'm oh, just dang. like, got her. we got her. <laughs> or Brandon, you can hear Brandon in the video. He's like, no, you got her. You got her. And then Sesson's like, yeah, you got her. And yeah, I think it was Alan or Ryan or something. Like, you got her. You yeah. got her. Yeah. And then we went. Uh, we went and circled around. We, we, we pulled forward a little bit, and we saw those two other white white tail bucks. Was it a? I think it was one white tail buck, but it was circled by a bunch of does. And we were just sitting there, but we never killed it. Okay. And then we circled back around, and we picked up my doe, and we. We started the process on that one. Yeah. And uh, that was the end of 2020. I think hunting season. I don't know if you guys killed any more deer that season 2020 now all, all the yeah abigail was she one that was holding that us up oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Abigail's, abigail's deer. and that was that was it me i mean thanks for bringing that back up but i didn't shoot <laughs> shit yeah right i got close thanks, to a thanks. lot of things man a lot of things over there in colorado did that's, i pull a trigger no yeah. and that's another another thing too i was supposed to go on that trip yeah. To oh, yeah, you're supposed to go with this Colorado, to go, but um, I don't even remember what happened. It was just no, you pushed out. No, no, it was the, <laughs> your dates, right? You didn't have uh, right vacation dates. Yeah, or that's right. Yeah, I didn't have. Yeah, the, was I wasn't able to work. get the time off because no. all of us, all of us are Panhandle Portland guys, and no, we're all blue we're, collar. We yeah. work, you yeah. know, nine to five. I think what actually happened was because nine to five was that like during COVID seven to. Seven. Yeah. I think that was during COVID too, because like I think the rest of the workers, like half my half my work staff, and then the other three managers were out with COVID, so I was the only oh, one there, yeah. so I couldn't yeah. leave the stores. Yeah, that was that September of because we thought yeah. COVID was only the last two weeks. Yeah, and it lasted still eight lasting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In some places still, yeah. still yeah. Canada, blame Canada, yeah. but in China. So other than deer and fishing. 
has there been any other hunting that you've done? Oh yeah, uh, I mean we, we we go dove hunting every uh, every year. Yeah, September first. So, 1st, so I honestly, honestly, yeah. Backtrack to that. Your yeah. first hunting legitly was dove hunting. Was dove hunting because yeah. we would dove hunt. Me, him, and my brother uh, Stephen, we would actually go dove hunting. And I actually think we that's did what that for about that's five what it or was, six years. Was, um, was we started dove hunting and then that's what was, started it. That's whenever he was like, "Let's kill a deer," and I was just like, "He's like for sure." I'm so pumped about killing small game and birds. I just want to. <laughs> Feel so much more yeah. killing yeah. bigger, girthier animals. God. <laughs> <laughs> so now, so now, so now I'm at the point where like I'm, I'm, I'm over here trying to buy a 338 Lapua, which, like what Stetson, what Stetson says, because there's some controversy. With no, that. no, no. He says it's overkill. No, listen, we're not even gonna, ha- we're not even gonna talk about this. Later on, we we have another cousin that's more in depth with guns. And he's like a gun guru per se. He some people might say he's an amateur, but still he he knows his shit. And we're gonna probably have him on talking about like the way he because he's he's a long range hunter, like not even a hunter but a long range shooter. He's all about shooting, and he roasts a radio. Him and a radio both just go at it back and forth. That it's 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 Alan, but we'll have him on a later podcast. But they go back and forth, and I am so pumped for that podcast because it's going to be a feud. So we are not even going to talk about that right now. But yeah, your whole three thirty eight Lapua. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Talk about it. I don't so, 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 so three thirty three 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 thirty eight Lapua is is was supposed to be the next rifle that I wanted to buy, but right now with with prices and COVID and everything, like everything's just gone up in prices. I don't understand like wood. Corn, like Stetson mentioned uh, in in the first podcast of the second season, uh, he mentioned about corn and stuff like that. The prices going up. Same thing with guns and bullets. I mean, you go to any any outlet like Walmart, Academy, like it was just a recipe for disaster. Especially with Walmart saying they're going to pull all the guns off their shelves and all this different crap. Um, and you would go to the store and you couldn't find bullets for anything. So like. Pawn shops. Exactly. You'd have to go to like mom and pop pawn shops, and luckily they had them, but they had them priced so high. Oh, yeah. mom and pop. Like, like I used to pay like gonna get you. for like the AR-15 for the for the 223 um, Remington, I would pay like nine bucks for a box of 20 at Academy. This mom and pop shop had them for like 27 bucks, <laughs> and I was just like, Hey, but help shit. the local folk. That right? is true. Right. That is true. Help the local folks, but also this Academy, this, Walmart. Yeah. Southgate, we ain't gonna get. Sponsors from <laughs> y'all, fuck, screw y'all. That is true. That is true. We'll probably have to delete this video though if we end up doing that. No, no, no. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I wanted the 338 Lapua. They they have it brand new on Academy, where you can order and have it brought to the store for twelve hundred dollars. But the mom and pop shop has it used for twelve hundred dollars instead of new. So I'm just like contemplating. But, but so what I, was the brand? What was the brand difference? There was no brand difference. It was the same brand. It was um. Forgot the forgot the name of the brand. It, it was a cheap it? brand because you know this is Pan in Portland, so everything's cheap on here. Hey, not everything's cheap on here, <laughs> but I mean we're we're not expe- like I'm not out here like freaking. Let's say Stetson uh, and Brandon are like. <laughs> they're the bougie ones. Yeah, they're like, no, we need name brand. Like, no, I can't. I can't afford name brand, so it was probably an off the brand. I'm cold. I'm gonna grab my North Face or yeah, exactly. Columbia bundle. <laughs> yeah, coat. So Brandon's like, I'm gonna roll up 
my I don't know what's an expensive sock. <laughs> and I don't know, but I bet he has them. He has the only expensive sock brand. I think Under Armour. He's like, I don't have a brand. job. Yeah. I want to be an artist or not artist, a, a an author writing a book. He's, he's but like, I'm gonna go with the most expensive equipment to go hunting. <laughs> yeah, he's he's like a hipster hunter. <laughs> yeah, I guess is the best way to put it. But so so I, so, so Brandon, he's taking time off. We bring in a radio, and, and now radio's roasting <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> I'm just it's, it, I'm just messing, Brandon. Okay, I love you, Brandon. Okay. He's probably eating avocado toast right now, right. <laughs> driving his Subaru Outback. because yep. that's all Brandon talked about. Oh my god. <laughs> so I'm gonna take a step back from the 38 Lapua right now, and I think I'm just gonna get a 6.5 Creedmoor, just a just a little savage. Like, yeah, like a savage, and it's just like. I don't know, like what, 350, 400 bucks for a 6.5 creed one. Or six it's probably about one. 600 bucks. But I don't know. Well, now, now it's probably about 600 bucks just because everybody's trying to get a rifle or a gun. Yeah. Especially here in Texas, it's it's crazy. Um, so, yeah, hopefully I get that 6.5 creed more. I, there's nothing wrong with my Air 15. I love the Air 15. But uh, a 6.5 creed more just, I think, would just feel be- fit better. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can keep using an AR-15, just mm-hmm. don't. Um. You need to use a different round than full metal jacket. Yeah. I mean, I got that. I got that dough. <laughs> that dough drop. But uh, it was a lucky shot. I got it right through the heart. That's the the dough. I got it right through the heart. So that's what dropped that. It's not lucky. That's a good shot. Well, I mean, with me shooting, I mean, it, it's hard enough for me to find the deer and see the deer. That's a whole different story. <laughs> We'd be looking with binoculars, and I'd be like, do you see that deer? And we're sitting there watching it, and he'd be like, yeah, yeah, I see the deer. And then about 20 seconds later, he's like, nah, I don't see it. <laughs> I'm like, why didn't you tell me that you saw it if you can't see it? I'm like, okay, okay. I'm like, you see that tree right there? And I was like, okay, so you see the telephone pole? I said, there's a tree, you know, about at your 1 o'clock. And you see that, that mesquite that's right there. I said, okay, it's just to the right of it. I said, okay, so it's nowhere anywhere close to that. <laughs> I was like, okay. So you look over here at this section, and then he, I'm like, okay, it's right here, and I'll pinpoint exactly. Boom, 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 boom. And he's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, oh, okay, good. So we're sitting there watching, and I was like, man, he's a good-looking bug. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. And then he stops and pulls his binocular out and he goes, no, nah, I don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you tell me that you saw it? We're sitting there looking for it. And you tell me you didn't see it. This guy. I don't know. But whenever I shoot a deer, it usually drops. But that's only two times. <laughs> but, um. That's uh, two and oh. I think my, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm two and one. I would say I'm two and one because. Oh, I forgot. I, yeah, deer. I started hunting with my brother too. Yeah. He got uh, a section and a quarter, so, I mean, it's a lot of land, and uh, he got the rights to that. It's a lot of land to manage, but so he brought in a partner, and I kind of cried because it wasn't me. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he took me out there, we hunted, and um, I'm telling you, man, the deer that come through those trees, and as soon as the sun comes up, the deer that are coming, like, I'm telling you, the front, the side, and the left side of the blind, like, just like fields of deer just heading towards the feeders and it's Dang. just like it's like a hunter's dream it's basically like being in south texas exactly which is we're not we're we're all like panhandle hey, panhandle portland but we're all the plains 
all through here, and that's where his brother has land as well. So, but it, yep. if if anybody's been and hunted through South Texas, mm-hmm. which is a ton of people, like the deer flock like roaches. Like yeah. it's like one goes, they all just. Yep. And of course, it's the does. It's the doe and the smaller deer first. They go out first, and then it's the big bucks. And they're big bucks because they're smarter. You know, they've been around for a while, so they let them go first. Yep. They know it's safe, and they come down to the feeders. But right now, he's he's kind of managing the land, and we saw maybe two bucks. And I mean, I'm telling you, it was like the ratio was like to one buck. It was like eight or nine does to one buck. It Damn, was, it's it's crazy. So this next season coming up, he wants me to at least use three three of my tags for for does he's like he's like let's take out some of these does so we're gonna do that um and then he t- he's already told me he's like listen if you see a monster buck come out with drop times and whatever else you shoot that you shoot that deer so <laughs> he's just like i was just like all right man but of course we didn't see that we saw we saw a couple of bucks we saw this beautiful symmetrical eight point buck it was just he was just good looking, and I actually have a picture of him. I should put him on the on the Facebook, but um, a really good looking buck. But he's like, watch, he's like he's experimenting because this is kind of his. This is gonna be I think his third season on that property. Uh, the second season he didn't do too much because he actually got COVID, so he was out for for most of it. Gotcha. Um, so he's he's managing the land with his partner, and um, they they started a new experiment. They wanted to feed protein all through the off season and then wait until uh end of july beginning of august they switch over back to corn um so they did that and i asked him i was like so how are the deer he's just like i don't know we haven't seen (laughs) 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 so uh all he's getting on his cameras right now are are hogs and when i first went out there i was like i asked him are there hogs out here and he's like no there's no hogs out here why aren't y'all shooting them and that's what he told me he's like he's like we're gonna be start start shooting some hogs too because He's like, he's like, I didn't think there were any out here, but on the cameras, you just see the hogs now. Oh dang! And so, we're just going to wait. A huge nuisance now. Yeah, oh. it's bad. All through Texas, it's yeah. ridiculous. And honestly, I didn't think that hogs were going to start making it up towards the Panhandle, per se. But as far as like the Amarillo area, and then straight to Oklahoma, which is we're at the peak of the panhandle like yeah. they're about to be there because the panhandle like it goes all the way you know headed south towards Lubbock right yeah the panhandle is like I thought the panhandle goes north too like into well, Oklahoma no no, no, yeah. no that's Oklahoma panhandle <laughs> there's Oklahoma panhandle there's Kansas panhandle oh okay when we talk about panhandle the panhandle where it ends is like Lubbock it's like if you draw a line Lubbock Shamrock like if you connect that with like a circle that's what they consider the panhandle. Once you get past, like, I'm pretty is it sure. Abilene? I was going to say Abilene is considered, I think, North Texas with I Dallas don't consider Abilene the panhandle. Abilene people, I don't yeah. You can get mad if you say you're part of the panhandle. Yeah. You're not. Like, I, to me, I don't think you are. And that way, like, mm-hmm. all west, or west, sorry, North east, Texas. All east yeah. of Abilene. And then start going south. Like, that's where the hogs are, like, just swarming. But Throckmorton, where we go, that's five hours away. That's, like, on the borderline. Mm-hmm. But I still think that's still East Texas. They're everywhere. Yeah. But around yeah. here, north, 
we don't see much of the Hogs like at all, but they are coming. Yeah. And they're coming, yeah. and they're com- they're following the Canadian River, and they're still mm-hmm. they're starting to flock this yeah. way, like literally, like like birds and roaches, like they're flocking. Yeah. This way. So yeah, so we we started up there, and uh, the the place where we're hunting at is actually over by by uh, Wheeler. Um, no, not Wheeler. general area that general area yeah, yeah yeah up further up a little bit north but we hunt up there and um yeah i mean he's just seeing the hogs now but the deer that he is seeing um they're pretty big they're pretty big, big deer i mean it was uh i think the biggest buck that they took off there was a i want to say it's an 11 point white buck white tail um forgot what class it was but it was big it was yeah big. i think i think that a picture or i don't know if you sent me a picture or not but i think you're telling me like i think it was around like the 145 class range which i mean that's 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 there yeah like that's a that's yeah. a good buck because that's what abigail's like her 10 point it was probably around like the 140 range and of course it wasn't my brother that shot the deer it was his partner's partner's wife that shot the that's go. about the way it goes, though. Like, yeah, when, yeah. When you bring depends. more people in, you know, yeah, you you you, you get less opportunities to shoot. Hey, can my primo hunt? Hey, can my primos like yeah. son hunt? Cause he's never hunted, and which is good, cause you want to get. Mm-hmm. That's what we're about. Like you want to get people involved in hunting. Yeah. But then it ends up that way where they just want to shoot the the. the they tro- they want to shoot the trophy. You got to figure out who you're bringing into yeah. the game. Because then it ends up getting where, hey, can we hunt? Yeah, sure. And then, hey, can my yeah. cousin's uncle hunt? Yeah. He's a big hunter. It's like, I know, I understand that. And so that's why it's a, it's a borderline. Like, it's a borderline of who you bring in, who you don't. But then also, you want to get people involved into hunting. Mm-hmm. But don't abuse it. That's the biggest thing. That's the whole word. Don't abuse hunting. And there's a lot of people that do do that. But Mm -hmm. uh, and I know it gets harder and harder, especially now that the state of Texas is finding out that hunting is a money pit now. And a lot of a lot of people, it's not in the panhandle yet, which is I, I I don't want it to get into the panhandle. That's why there's public land hunting. But then public land hunting ends up getting getting more packed but get your kid the best thing to do is if if you want to hunt if you want to get your kids into hunting go archery and i understand a bunch of people are gonna get mad they're like don't be getting all these people wanting to hunt archery because archery's our time yeah but get them into archery get your kids in archery and then let them just start getting after it and and of course there's always public land like where where we started and uh, or not where where we started, where I started was public land, and then it just so happens my brother has this place, and then I can also, you know, with Stetson, but um, there is public land, so you guys can get started, and, and trust me, it's rough terrain. <laughs> it it's a good time though. It, it yeah. gets it gets your feet wet on knowing what hunting is and what it's about, because you're you're hunting for the deer, and you're you're trying to get to it you're you're literally hunting mm-hmm. to get to the deer 
and you're trying to beat out your competitors exactly to try to get to the deer and so it is a game like you're you're all to the fullest extent trying to get what you can get and that that's what's good about public land hunting so if you want to get into hunting that's the best thing to do to know what it's like and then there's of course there's leases out there i know that they get expensive but sometimes Mm -hmm. if you get a group and you can pull in on a lease it's not that bad but but um, but i think hunting and then it's just a matter of knowing people too Mm -hmm. and trying to get into that but i think hunting public is a good is a good filter because if you can if you can go out there and spot and track and hunt in the public it, it'll it'll separate the people who are really passionate about hunting and the people that are just out there to take a selfie you know and put it on instagram you know? yeah <laughs> and uh because out there you got to work for it you know and if you get halfway through it and you're like i never want to do this again like i thought hunting was going to be completely different you know and for some people it may be you know some people have the, the opportunity to hunt on but that's pri- hunting private that is land, the term you know what i mean yeah but but this is I think hunting public is 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 a good filter for people too you know just to divide out you know people who are really passionate about it and people who aren't you know um, I went through it um, I don't like hunting public though <laughs> <laughs> now that I look back on it like I don't like hunting public but if if we have to then that's what we got to do you know we just got to do what we got to do to get the get the deer and drag it out but um. Yeah, I mean, man, managing a property with a with the section and a, and a little bit over a quarter, it's a lot of land. Yeah, you know, so he had to bring somebody in to just to manage it, and um, he's doing a pretty good job so far. Um, and we'll just see how it goes this season. Um, see if we take out some does and stuff. And actually, he was talking to me too about. Uh, he was telling me that they were thinking about opening a special season for uh, muley doe. I don't know if you heard about that, but he was telling me about that. Um, it's news to me. And that'd be crazy if they did that because there's a lot of muley doe out I'm, there. I've been saying that for a long so, time. So if nobody knows, muley does in basically the majority of Texas, you cannot shoot. And it's there's some that you can take uh quantity like you take a count on how much you have on your own land Mm -hmm. and then you can get permits it's basically like antelope and then you can take out just to manage it and take out the doe to buck ratio but most places public land almost all public land to my knowledge some people might say different but to my knowledge you can't Mm -hmm. shoot muley does period on any kind of public land and even the majority of private land and there are a ton of muley does that's honestly what you see on the majority especially like the pecos area and the panhandle that's what you see dead on the side of the road is muley does because it is outrageous so if it's true to what your brother's Mm -hmm. saying that would be exciting because muley does it's good meat yeah and yeah. instead of them being dead, that's that's what I posted a picture. I don't, I don't think I did on, um, Pan on Portland, but I was like, this is why we manage deer, is because a ton of people, especially those animal lovers, they're over here saying that um, you're killing deer, you're murdering them, and what we're doing, what hunters do, basically, is manage 
animals. They manage the deer, they manage whatever they hunt, and it's all part of wildlife management. Mm-hmm. And that's basically it. You're going to see about you know 15 to 20 deers dead on the side of the road in a 100-mile radius that could have been harvested and the meat could have been salvaged and the meat could have been just flourished through a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, they're... Instead, they're dead and they're rotted on the side of the road because they're hit by a vehicle because the quantity of them is outrageous. Yeah. And so that's where hunting comes about. It's not just about us trying to get trophies, especially Panhandle um, foreland. Like, we, we're not about trying to get trophies. It'd be awesome if we shot a monster deer, but mm-hmm. our biggest thing is hunting for meat. Yeah. And that's what we do, and that's what hunters do, the majority of them, which I hope, and... Yeah, if your brother's talking about that, that'd be awesome because muley does are outrageous and they are have dang good yeah. back straps. Ain't different from a muley buck. <laughs> yeah, he, he mentioned it. He said that they were thinking about opening a, a special season just for just for. That would uh, be exciting. I bet it would be like a two day season, like a weekend yeah. deal. But shoot, yeah. But that's true. I mean, we don't hunt for for trophies here. I mean, if if there of course there's a monster buck and somebody takes it, that's awesome. But I mean, you saw the video on Panhandle Portland's Facebook. I mean. We get excited just for me shooting a doe. I mean, you, you see the video, like, everybody gets excited just for that. I mean... Does have the better meat anyway, so... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't have all that testosterone going through. Exactly. So, with everyone else, me, Stetson, and Brandon, we all know what our dream hunt is. So, being that you're new, what's your, like, bucket list kill me afterwards i've lived my life hunt um or have you even thought about it i have actually i have and one of my biggest things is i want to shoot an elk is one of my biggest things but just from hearing y'all stories and like everything about it i feel like hunting in like colorado is just like it's like a whole next level thing like like tags and permission and, and all this different stuff. Oh, it just insane. seems like a lot, a lot, you know? And especially me being Hispanic, like, I don't want the game wardens to yeah. just oh, God. <laughs> ruin my life. We're all Hispanic. <laughs> Stop. I think we're like the only hunting crew of like almost nothing but Hispanics. Get out of, out of here. The, my, law, the my, law is okay. out to get us, all right? It's plain and simple. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. They, I, I always feel like like a game warden will literally go at it. He'll walk right past all of you guys and come straight to me and be like, "What's up, <laughs> oh, like, okay. What are you doing here? <laughs> Did you just cross the Rio Grande?" Oh God! Like, I'm like, no. Like, we're we're hunting. Like, here's my hunting license. He's like, like here's my hunting license. Here's my my uh, hunter safety course and all this. I carry everything. Like. If I go to get my get my hunting license, I get every single type of tag you can think of. I don't even need it, and I get it, just in case, because there's gonna be something on there. You know, he's just gonna be like, "Nah, there's a typo right here. Sorry." So anyway, what's your <laughs> what's your dream so what's hunt? Your dream hunt? <laughs> it was uh, shooting shooting an elk. Oh, shooting an elk. Yeah. Being able to go to Colorado without being harassed by a game warden. Exactly. That's my dream. <laughs> That's hunt. your dream. Hunt. My dream hunt is to go hunting without being harassed by a game warden. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just he, anywhere, not even in Colorado, just anywhere. Oh. <laughs> uh, that is everybody's dream of, right? <laughs> but yeah, to shoot an elk, um, and I want to shoot an elk. Like, you know, I don't have a problem with bow hunting, but I just want to shoot the elk and just be like, yeah, that'd be perfect, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. 
shoot the elk with a 338 Lapua. Oh. Gotta put that in there. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, to, to shoot that elk and uh, get some elk meat and just put that rack just in my, in my, in my garage next to my little mule deer. There you go. <laughs> and put it in your second living room. Over your mantle. Just a monster elk. Right. And then I've always wanted to try to hunt a uh, bear, too. Bear's always been, bear been, be been curious to me. Um, I didn't. I wasn't real big into bear, but not eat until the bear. a bear was eighty yards from me. Yeah. Oh, why you don't want to get trigonitis? Trigonosis. Is it trigonosis or trigonitis? You're the one that looked it up. It's trigonosis. I would say trigonometry the last time. It so yeah. that was way off. <laughs> yeah, you were close with the first four letters. Yeah, it is trigonosis. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't want to get trigonosis. But yeah, that'd be an awesome hunt if we were able to shoot a bear or something. That'd be cool. Hell yeah, I would. Other than that, I mean, I'm just the type of hunter that's just happy to go hunting with you guys. If we go, we go. You know, whoever, oh, yeah. whoever shooting, whether it's me or somebody else that gets to shoot, it's so, just a fun time to go. Being there. Yeah. So hopefully, at the end of this season, you'll have a couple. You'll have some dove, of course. Yep. Some duck, a buck. And then maybe I'll give you some antelope meat. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Make up some Mexican food with that. Some barbacoa. Yeah. It's a lot of antelope. It's a lot of antelope to where... Hey, Mexicans have big families, bato. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, hell. Well, I think we're about ready to wrap this one up then. Um, again... So that was a radio. <laughs> yeah, that's a radio. Yep. But if uh, can't plug it enough, go over to Facebook, like, comment, that type of stuff. Uh, you know, give us some feedback. We love hearing the feedback and share some share some stories with us. You don't have to just send them to us on private messenger. We love getting the private messages from you guys, but share it with the community. Let's start trying to build that up and get some of you guys talking more but other than that uh we'll see you in a couple weeks take care